Thanks for joining us on Sandful Radio. Zach Milbank here, and with me today is the Sandful Female Talent Manager, Robbie Neal. How are you, Robbie? Great, Zach, and really looking forward to a big weekend of footy against the NT. Most definitely you would be, and we're here specifically to talk about that, and uh, more importantly, uh, just rip into and uh, dissect the 2019 uh, statewide super Sandful uh, SA Under-18 Girls squad, which uh, has been released, and uh, Robbie, a really broad cross-section of players, but the thing that really sticks out to me is uh, so really, really high percentage of the girls playing quality football in the senior Sandful statewide Super League throughout the season. Yeah, and I suppose it's been um, a couple of years' work as well, just getting the, the pathways um, right, Zach, and all the players are chosen from our... Um, our statewide Super Shield from the year before. Mm-hmm. We have under 15s and under 17s, which basically provides our our platform for our state squads. And the clubs are able to obviously now connect that underage talent in with their senior program. So we're seeing a really good flow of players coming through. This year we had out of our academy um, when we after phase two we cut it back to 36. All of the girls have actually had actually played uh, a sample W game at least. Yeah, right. When you look at this. Mm. This squad that we've we picked of, of 24, um, you look through them and, you know, if you were an avid follower of Sample W mm-hmm. footy and, and, and State Rock Women's Super League, you go, I know those names, yeah. they're, they're reasonably prominent players, so um, it's, it's going to be excellent. So yeah, playing the NT this mm. week, which is round one of the, of the National Under-18 Championships, and uh, we've, uh, we, we imagine these girls are going to hold a really good account for themselves and hopefully have uh, really good representation in the Central Allies team, which is picked via this uh, little buy series. Yeah, we'll certainly talk about the Central Allies in a minute, but uh, having a look at it, you mentioned the word prominent there, and uh, there's no doubt about it, six members of the Advertiser Sanford Women's Player uh, Team of the Year have been selected and uh, yeah obviously some of those key names the key defenders in uh, Kimberly Fry and Amber Ward I would expect those two to sort of hold down your key position posts down back absolutely and they did such a great job you know Kimmy at, at Centrals and it was her first year of, of senior footy uh, with the dogs and it's the dogs mm-hmm. first year in, in, in the competition as well and she was absolutely fantastic and she was given uh, opportunities to play on some pretty good players and mm. Sarah Perkins was one of those. She had a job against the Eagles there and um, that was a great learning experience for her and, and Amber has had two full seasons now and uh, she's been absolutely fantastic. So, uh, you know, and I'd imagine she'd polled really well in, in North's uh, best and fairest as we can mm. with it at Central's, I'd imagine. I think they're really highly valued players at their respective clubs. Yeah, and a couple of South Adelaide Premiership players there in... Um Tia Charlton, of course, and the Powerade Breakthrough player, and also uh, we've uh, got Hannah Munyard, uh, one of the real key midfielders for the Panthers. Absolutely, and Hannah's been absolutely fantastic, and Tia has taken her game to another level. I mean, she, mm. she would have played for South last year if it hadn't been for uh, the problems with her shins. Um, mm. She does a lot of uh, surf life saving, and she's a fantastic athlete, so she was she was suffering a little bit from um, a lot of uh, some workload issues there, but um, she she was absolutely brilliant this year. She proved in, in the wet conditions in the grand final. Mm. Her, uh, I suppose her performances were so consistent, but not only consistent, but consistent high standard. Yeah, it was absolutely terrific. Uh, so and that's great. And then you've got you know players like Montana McKinnon who's come off for a premiership, mm. and Indy Taha who who won the the, uh, medal. the the medal for for best on ground in those mm. conditions was was absolutely fantastic. So. 
Uh, now we've got a, a really good uh, cross-section of players, as you mentioned, and mm. uh, really looking forward to performing at their, their optimum over the weekend. Keen to get your thoughts on where do you play Charlton to how, and also the other ones, Jamie Tab as well. We've seen them play really uh, broad cross-section of roles in the statewide Super Women's League. Uh, where have you sort of got them earmarked to start? Well, the thing that we noticed about this quad, and, and even when we held our individual interviews with the players over our camp, it was that it's so flexible in terms of where they can actually play. The athleticism is improved mm. a hell of a lot with the type of players that we have in the team and, and their ability to be able to play a number of roles. So all the players have a, a primary role, but a secondary one as well. So they do spend time um, doing specialist work in, in each of those mm-hmm. lines. So they, they know what to do and how to set up and, mm-hmm. you know, in, in depending on what role they they require, but I imagine um, someone like Tia will spend um, you know, a good portion forward because she's, mm-hmm. she's got terrific hands. She can, for her players, only one seventy centimetres tall. She can really take it well above head. Mm-hmm. So she, she gets a mismatch and gets a, a small defending, and she can really expose them. Yep. Um, and she can play on ball and use her running ability. Uh, Indy can play forward and then chop out in the ruck as well. Yep. So over the two games, what we'll probably do is is look at see how they go round one, and then we'll probably in the second game be able to change around where someone mm-hmm. like Montana McKinnon might spend more time forward to enable mm-hmm. um, you know say the Adelaide Crows to be able to, to observe it yes. rather than just play predominantly in the ruck. Yeah. Um, so that we can, we can get a really good look as what they can do, especially before the Central AI series too. Excellent. Uh, yeah, and as you're touching on uh, throughout the interview, the two games, of course, are on this weekend, South Australia versus the Northern Territory. Friday, uh, we play the Northern Territorians at Peter Motley Oval from 2pm, and then Sunday, uh, take them on again, Karen Rolton Oval at 11am. So two games in a couple of days. Obviously, recovery will be ultra important after that first encounter. And as you say, it might change things up for the second game. Yeah, that's right. I mean, we see how healthy we come out of out of the first game. I know last year we lost uh, Maddie Freeman from mm-hmm. Glenelg, uh, sort of halfway through the third quarter of the of the first game, and she missed the, the Sunday. She couldn't come mm-hmm. up in time. So um, it all depends a fair bit on on that first game. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, probably a notable omission um, from this week is Abby Ballard, who was West yep. Adelaide's best and fairest winner. She's suffered a concussion a couple of weeks ago in community footy okay. at the post-statewide uh, um, uh, women's super series. So she was suffering, uh, I think, a few headaches and, and all mm. the rest of it. And so last night she um, liaised with our, our doctor, who's been um, just keeping an eye on things um, mm-hmm. with our head trainer and physio, and it was determined that she... Um, she wasn't right, so she will yep. um, we'll certainly be very um, cautious when anything comes to concussion. We've got yeah. procedures in place where we certainly don't risk anything. So Abby will miss, but that certainly doesn't um, dismiss her from no, calculations yeah. with the Central Allies, given mm. she's such a, a top-end talent. So yep. um, we'll certainly keep her in mind. Hannah Munyard missed this series last year okay. for South Australia, but yep. played for the Central Allies yep. as well. So. Um, it's, a, it's a shame for Abby. I know she's really disappointed, but it, um, we'll, we've, you know, we've got to push mm. on and, and hopefully do well. And I think she's going to be in and around the group anyway. Yeah. She, she loves being around the, around the place and she's such a, um, yeah. a terrific character and the, and the girls love her. So 
Yeah, good luck to her, and uh, yeah, hopefully we'll get her back uh, for the series up on the Gold Coast with the Central Island. That's right, yeah, because obviously yeah, she played in the SA Under-16 girls team last year and did very well, so uh, no doubt loves representing her state. And as you touched on there, um, these two games against the top end are very critical in terms of making up that selection for the Central Allies team because, of course, the Central Allies we refer to as SA and NT, we come together as two uh, states and territories and we compete at the uh, AFL Under-18 uh, Girls Championships up there on the Gold Coast between the 8th of July and the 12th of July. So exciting trip for the girls and, um, yeah, no doubt to be wanting to really equip themselves well. Absolutely, and given you know four more teams are coming into the AFLW next year, and um, and you know just the numbers say that, mm. that Adelaide don't have can't have all the all the pigs to, to house yeah. the, the number of talent. So uh, other clubs are, are looking at SA <coughs> and um, and observing what what we've got, and provided um, you know someone is prepared to, to leave the state for mm. a period of time, where they want to move full time and go to uni somewhere else and, and make yeah. a life interstate, or mm -hmm. um, are they prepared to go away for five months? Um, yeah. and have that experience um, it, it all depends on the individual but um, yeah the players will certainly be, mm. be looking forward to it but as I keep saying to the girls their under 18 year isn't their year that defines them yeah. um, sometimes they're not ready as an under yeah. 18 uh, simply yeah, depending on their playing background and how many years they've been in the system mm -hmm. um, we've got a terrific state competition here which houses terrific talent and you can get picked up mm -hmm. um, via that as well so probably a little bit different to the boys where the under 18 year is actually uh, certainly yeah, as important as, as any for them. Mm -hmm. Not as many mature ages get the opportunity. Yeah. Um, but the girls probably a little bit different. You've got a bit more time, um, mm -hmm. and this is why our state competition is so important for for pathway development for mm -hmm. our players here. And of course, uh, we should mention that uh, Bill Economu, uh, one of the real stalwarts of. Uh, girls footy and uh, yeah doing hard work behind the scenes with the Sanford talent programs will be the coach again this year so great to have him on board yeah so Bill is just such a, um, a wonderful positive influence for all the players and he has such a calm demeanor mm. and he just provides that um, to the group and um, yeah we've got a, a wonderful group of, um, of assistant coaches so mm -hmm. Emma Sampson who, who played with North Adelaide mm -hmm. uh, this year um, she's also uh, one of our coaches so I have to go to it each week Emma don't hurt any of our players <laughs> yeah. play. she's very careful which is good and uh, Craig Lum will look after our midfields and, and, and Cole mm -hmm. Elson will look after our, our defenders so mm -hmm. um, I'll probably dress up in pink again <laughs> yeah. um, Zach to get around and, and get the messages out, so yeah, which is good. We don't have a, a cap on when you can go out after goals. You can actually oh, yeah, go you out can and, and help clock up the case. So, yeah, clock up the case yeah. and all that sort of stuff. So you get the GPS up, but yep. uh, yeah, really looking forward to um, to uh, to playing, and it's going to be great playing. Obviously, the Sturt Footy Club uh, hosting us on, on mm -hmm. Friday, and we thank them for. Um, allowing us and, and, and obviously working with the council as well and then Karen Rolton Oval um, yeah. it's going to be terrific it's a, it's a small arrival in mm -hmm. length 152 metres by it's quite wide one okay. it's a bit of an SCG yeah, shape right. which would be good for the girls in terms of transition it's mm. a bit shorter so going from defence forward can it probably a little bit more connectivity so that's going to be really good it's a wonderful surface and a mm. terrific facility so uh, we're really looking forward to, to playing there because there hasn't been any state football yeah. of any kind play there I think Old League Nations mm -hmm. and Adelaide Footy League play there so mm -hmm. 
um, yeah, we've been able to, to merge in with, with them and uh, be able to play some footy there on Sunday, and we're really looking forward to that. Certainly, and uh, for all those listening, uh, yeah, feel free to uh, rock up at the ground and watch some fantastic action for free. Uh, the best talent, uh, the under-18, best under-18 girls in South Australia and Northern Territory, for that matter, running around on the same deck, of course, will just go over those games Friday at Peter Motley Oval from 2pm and then of course Sunday at Karen Rolton Oval from 11am Robbie thank you very much for your time to chat about the uh, statewide super under 18 girl squad thank you very much Zach and yeah if you can get out and watch it would be absolutely fantastic cheers